Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. As I uh, fix my camera on the uh, YouTube chat. I know a lot of people like... Uh, I think you're good. Just need to sit down. They like... Well, that's not going to happen. I need the one that moves. So you got to unlock it. There it is. Yeah. Hey, uh, Warriors Houston tonight at 7 o'clock. Big game, Stoney. Legacy game. For who? Quite frankly. For Dylan Brooks? I think it's his legacy game for Curry. For Steph Curry? Yeah, they got a break. How many six-game losing streaks have the Warriors had last ten years? Da-da-da-da! I would imagine the majority... Not six, not seven. Yeah, 2020 comes to mind. Forget forget the 15-win team. I wonder how many six-game losing streaks they've had without take out that 15-50 and year. I'm not sure, but I'd be willing to bet that they haven't had a six-game losing streak in which Curry played in all the games. Well, I'll bet they also haven't had a six-game losing streak where, what, five of them came at home? Or four of them at home? Yeah, probably not. So, Warriors Even now. during, uh, what was it, the 21 year when they got bounced in the play-in. I don't think that... I'd venture to guess. No Gary, the Pay- Gary Payton a second either uh, tonight for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, let's go to Frank. Frank's in Oakland. Let's talk uh, San Francisco 49ers and who his most valuable player is. How you doing, gentlemen? Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. Uh, I got to go with uh, the running back. Christian McCaffrey. To me, yeah, that guy changed the whole dynamics when they got him. From his first starting with the Niners when they beat the Rams last year all the way through to this season. And... The Niners, I think if Shanahan was anybody else, he'd have been fired a long time ago. What? Shanahan? Yep. How come? Yes, sir. On paper, you got all the you got all the key components. You should have been in the Super Bowl. You should win. And would Purdy be so good on somebody else's team? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm starting to think he wouldn't be as bad as I thought he'd be about uh, half a year ago, to be quite honest. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'd be Zach Wilson. Wouldn't be Mac Jones. Probably not. I think he'd be probably an average quarterback. Because he's, right now, he can make Casey's top five quarterbacks with the guys that are left, at least. Yeah. I, there's been a lot of injuries this year. But, no, I, I, I don't necessarily 
think that about Shanahan, though. Like, well, you, you should have won by now. I, I'm, I'm out on that either. When, and you could say maybe a year, when did the 49ers have the best team in football? 2019 is the only time you could make that case. Okay. They're the best team from... And they got beat in a tight Super to... Bowl. I mean, come on. It happens. Um, you, like, any talk about Kyle Shanahan right now is kind of, I don't want to say worthless, but it, it's it's I, superfluous because he's not going anywhere. No, and nor should he. Right. But, I, but I do wonder if, like we were talking about, I was kind of waiting for the for the Brandon Ayuk for, for yesterday's MVP. Like I, well, it might be yesterday's MVP, but well, maybe not. It's probably no, you got to catch it, the ball. It's got to be Brock Purdy more consistently, I think. So it's funny you bring that up because yeah. if we are talking about efficiency among wide receivers, there's a case that Ayuk is at the very top because if I just read to you, Steiny, that Brandon Ayuk is 43rd among wide receivers in targets. Okay, like the amount of passes that are thrown his way, he's 43rd. Okay, he is third. Among all wide receivers in yards per target, which means when he gets the ball thrown his way, he turns it into a massive amount of yard. Like he when, is the when most he catches it, yes, he he's does. He's the most efficient receiver in football right when now. When he catches it, he is the most efficient receiver in football. And what are you going to? Well, he's got too many drops. How to? Just not have too many drops. He doesn't have too many drops, but I'm doing this for effect. Yeah. He has some drops during the big three-game losing streak. And this is where like, I put it all into the same equation with, okay, Purdy wasn't that great. Well, it would not have been nice for Ayuk to come down with about two passes during that losing streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, when and if those two or maybe even three or four drop Ooh, passes yeah. would, would turn into an extra 15 points in those games, then I'm willing to hear you. But I, I think... Like, Brandon Ayuk is, I don't even know if it's quiet anymore, but he's making his way into the elite wide receiver conversations to the point that the 49ers are going to have to pay him a lot of money this offseason. Like, Brandon Ayuk is going to get paid by someone. Man. And if I'm the 49ers, I want to make sure that he's still here. It's a good point. I mean, if they pay him, then they're one year closer to when they have to start thinking about paying Brock Purdy like, too, but true. But so Brock Purdy's that seventy what seventy six yard touchdown throw yesterday was yeah. it was a, a dime. Nice, he dropped it in the bucket. Beauty. One of the reasons it looks like that is because Ayuk beats his man. I think it's Jamel Dean off the line of scrimmage immediately. He stacks him, and so when Ayuk gives a small nudge to the cornerback who's trying to turn and find the ball, it gives the appearance like I think that ball is seventy five percent Purdy. But the 25% that IU creates a, a, enough separation for Purdy to put that ball in there, that's also why he can kind of nudge off, catch that ball in stride, and just right. take it to the house. Like, Brandon Ayuk's game is maybe not as subtle as it's looked in the last couple of years. But to me, he is up there with every single route-running savant that you could put out. If you want to put Devontae Adams, uh, Keenan Allen, guys that aren't maybe athletic specimens the way that a Justin Jefferson or a Tyreek Hill is, but Brandon Ayuk is going to be, he's going to get a lot of coin, and it's going to be soon. No doubt. Kevin in San Francisco. What's up, Kevin? How you doing, man? And he blocks. 
Hey, how's it going, guys? Love to hear you talk. I mean, sometimes I try and concentrate on what I want to say, but you guys, you guys are just so far out there. It's, it's just hard to get it down. Uh, but first thing I want to say is Brock Purdy. You know, everyone talks about Brock Purdy, and you know, and that it's the it's the system. That it's the system. That's why he's so good. How do we not know that it's Brock Purdy that can fit into any system the way he's playing? Okay. So the other thing is is that. The only problem I feel about the 49ers, when he first came on to scene last season, as I said to my coworkers, if they block for this guy, we can go all the way. But for some reason, Shanahan doesn't really want to get a star offensive lineman. They're always on the defense. So that's one thing I want to say. And the last thing I want to say is about the Warriors, which is driving me crazy, <laughs> is that maybe they're just trying to play – they're just waiting to get into that. What is that? That tournament? Maybe they want to get to the lowest tournament and then see how far they can get into the playoffs. Because right now, with this Draymond Green thing and, and the injuries, this they ain't going nowhere this year. Yeah, they're just they're struggling, no doubt about it, Kevin. Kevin, you brought up a good point that I want to follow up on. Thanks for the call. And it's when Brock, Brock Purdy, let's say last year, was starting out as a quarterback. I did say, well, you put Brock Purdy on this team. Yeah, how good is he going to be? If you put him on that team, how good is he going to be? But again, I do think after watching him for a year, I don't think he'd be helpless on another team. We, I don't think – like he's better than Zach Wilson. He would be better as the Jets quarterback than Zach Wilson. He's better. Yes. So that's one, that's one thing where I think there's been – if you're objective, over the course of the last year, you have to say Purdy's been really good and better than I'd thought, better than I thought he'd be. Everybody out there pretty much, don't they have to acknowledge Purdy's been better than anyone thought he'd be? And I think yesterday is a good example of that because you look at the stat line, and whether you believe in perfect games or whatever, that doesn't really matter because... If you just looked at what Brock Purdy did a year ago today, you would be floored. You would be wowed. Right. Or I, I guess a year ago today, he wasn't playing. But you know what I'm saying? Like In his first couple of games, it was, oh my God, who is this kid? Where has he come from? How did they find this You know, this seventh round gem? And he just steps in and hasn't missed a beat. This is incredible. This is a Hollywood story. It is all of that and then some. This year, we walked away from that game saying, yeah, I mean, that's... That's just Brock Purdy. Like, you know, like that to me is the kind of growth that I've felt from people that have watched him or fans. Not that you can expect someone to go out and throw a 158 3 quarterback rating, but if he did do that, you wouldn't be shocked by it. Whereas if Zach Wilson right. or if Mac Jones had a perfect quarterback rating, you'd be like, oh my God. Like, right. that's, that's unbelievable. True. Whereas Brock Purdy, because of what he's done, through his first 15 or 16 games, makes you say that is a possibility for this quarterback. And that, to me, is a, is a sign of respect that not many around the league get or honestly deserve. Uh, you play a uh, 650. I'm not saying it. Yeah, you explain well in a contract year, Evan. Well, technically, next year's the contract year because they picked up his fifth year option. Oh, in your face, not 650. Well, he's going to play better next year, according well. to the logic. Ayuk's having a terrific year. There's no doubt about it. But so is McCaffrey. So is Purdy. Everyone is. Yeah, now now you can say that. I mean, I guess Debo's been a little banged up, but 
the the other the other part of the the caller, I think his point was they haven't invested in the offensive line and they didn't they haven't done it recently. Like they didn't draft a single offensive lineman this last year. But the first big boy that literally that they that they got along with Jimmy Garoppolo is Trent Williams. True. So true. Um, let's go to uh, you know what? Let's go to we, we can do this. We'll go on the fly. Let's go to Matt in Oakland. Uh, let's talk about Steve Kerr. Okay. Warriors tonight play Houston, trying to get off the schneid. What's up, uh, Matt? How yeah, you doing? How we doing? Hey, what's up? I'm good, gentlemen. All right, beautiful day out. It is. Uh, yeah, talk me off the ledge here. I mean, okay. uh, figuratively speaking, of course. Um, that you. game is ninety percent on Kerr. Explain to me why, with a second and a half left, you are guarding the inbounder. And have a six-six player on the hottest guy on the team who's able to get a pass fifteen feet away from the inbounder. My God, if they were going to do anything, no, there's just no way Holmgren or, or Shea uh, gets the ball on that play. What am I missing? That that was that was horrific, and that is on Kerr, who I love. But uh, man, did they waste! Wiggins' best game of the season, and am I missing something? I that mean, like so. yeah, uh, are you missing something? I mean, Chet Holmgren's seven eight, so <laughs> I mean, Wiggins is six seven, six eight. No, Dr- Draymond's not in the game. Uh, I heard somebody on the uh, Comcast business text line saying, "Why was Chris Paul in the game?" And Chris Paul's in the game because he's a really smart defender. Well, and Chris Paul's in the game because Draymond's suspended. True. Like that, That's what I think, because right. you probably have one of those guys that's on the floor to be someone who can switch things or make the right call. To the caller's point, Chris Paul didn't do that. He wasn't the general on the floor on that play. But that's another area where Draymond Green not being around hurts. No doubt. Uh, no, no doubt at all on that one. The other thing about that is with, I, I just... I go way back. I wish I knew the specifics, but I go way back to the Eastern Conference Finals when the Pacers were playing the Knicks, and the Knicks had Larry Johnson. So that's not in the millennia. Probably not. Okay. I don't know. I was watching the game in Acapulco, believe it or not. Uh, Larry Johnson's four-point play. Yeah. It was the worst call I've ever seen in my life, and of course it was made by Dick Bavetta. <laughs> Oh, he's passed? He's going to kick a man like... Are you sure? I don't think he's passed, Spadone. Uh-oh. I think he's still alive. He still hasn't finished the race with Barkley. Time to play. Are they dead or are they alive? He is alive. He's alive. Speaking of which, there was He's someone... in great shape, Dick Vivetta. Really took okay, care of so, him. Okay, so the former First Lady, Roseanne Carter, yeah, passed Rosalind. away. Rosalind. Rosalind. Passed away. Yeah. Uh, who, I think it was Chris Hansen on NFL Red Zone yesterday. Oof. <laughs> Called... Her the the wife of the late Jimmy Carter. Jimmy's still alive. He is, but you know, but he killed Jimmy's. Him. Jimmy's about ninety eight, ninety nine. I just think. Just like you just killed a. Well, the one thing I do worry about now, and I think people Dick Pavetta. I don't know if this is. I don't know if there's any scientific data about this, but I've I've heard it as an anecdote my entire life is that when there's a couple that's been together forever, like they have, they've been together decades and decades and decades. When one passes, it's really, I mean, it's not only difficult emotionally on the other one, but it's, it, it tends to, 
hit him physically too. But uh, R.I.P. to uh, Rosalind Carter. Absolutely. Uh, last dubs losses on Kerr. Why is Chris Paul and Steph on in the last possession? It's the last possession. Put in length. And who is that? Wiggins is long. Was Clay on the floor? I don't know offhand. Kaminga. Well, he he wasn't on the floor. I'm sure. Right? No, I know. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there is there was length on your bench, but. If, if Steve Kerr didn't trust Kaminga to make the correct switch, or then then he can't be in the game at that point. And and maybe that's a you know a larger discussion about where Kaminga is or he's not. But yeah, Chris Paul's in the game because Steve Kerr wants a, a smart player on the floor. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Here here's one thing that I've I've noticed over this six game losing streak, and I I'm I am imploring Warrior fans. I am imploring them. This is not any slight at Steph Curry. It's it's a slight at everybody around Steph Curry. So they've lost six in a row, okay? Curry's missed two of those games. They lost him. That's no surprise there, right? Um, and we all know Curry's been off to a, Curry got off to a great start. But in his last four games, Curry went six for 17, nine for 24. 11 for 25, 8 for 21. Uh, last four games, he shot 39 from the field and 39 from three-point range. Those are still adequate. Those are adequate numbers. But I'm starting to really get the feeling that if Steph isn't really good, they're going to... And I'm, and, oh, wow, here it is. Oh, Steinmetz just said if Steph's not great, the Warriors can't be that great. Yeah, I guess that, that is what I'm saying. What I'm getting at is the last four games that Steph Curry played, he's been a little bit below average shooting the ball. Well, they didn't win any of those games. So it leads me to ask, how good does this guy have to be for them to continue to winning, you know, continue winning? That's what I'm starting to get worried at. Because I... Does it seem like Steph Curry's in a shooting slump? No. No, it doesn't. He's shooting 40% over four games. But that's that's going to get him beat because he's got to do too much. And by the way, the next person that says to me that Wiggins is back, they're going to get clubbed. Like clubbed. A, like a baby like seal. Like a baby seal with a Louisville slugger. No, I, I do think you're right. In, look, I, I, I get fired for graphic. that. No, you know what? By the way, baby seals have made a comeback. They have. They like the condor. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were endangered. We, yeah, they were. Until. Well, all the. Let me tell you, so much of the Arctic is now endangered. Is it mm-hmm. because we're losing ice up there, people? Is <laughs> because of something else? Well, there's no, there's nowhere for the polar bears to go. Yeah, I know. Which I was referencing the seals. global warming, but I know we don't want to. And the seals get into the climate. So, with your point about Stephen Curry, I don't think he's slipped as much as. Like I'm not you, saying he you, slipped. I'm just no, 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 no. I I'm dead serious. No, but you can make no, no. no. I'm just talking VR. about the last four games. Okay, the last four games that he's played, he hasn't shot the ball well. It, even they in, lost even in those last four games, yeah. I don't think he has slipped as much. But the slippage around him to me is far more precipitous than him. Like. For whatever right. you you judge him on this right. year, whether you think he's uh, you know the best player in the league or a top five, whatever. The last four games he hasn't played up to that, but 
the surrounding cast, particularly the starters. I'm looking at Clay Thompson and even Andrew Wiggins, who, yes, who did have a 30-point game and he broke out. They lost the game. He hasn't been his best self to this point. So, as much as I'm with you, like Stephen Curry has not played as well, he arguably has to do more than he ever has at age 35, and that's a lot to ask of a guy like that. I know. And that, to me, is the reason why I'm concerned. I'm not concerned about Steph, but I'm concerned about how much Curry has to do with the amount of guys that have not played up to par that are in the that have to play the majority of the minutes. Like, like Steve Kerr, we were applauding him for how he was able to load manage these guys the first you know six or seven games when they are winning, and Curry was playing 30, 31 minutes a night. Well, now it looks like if Curry's playing thirty one minutes. The the ten that he doesn't play, or the ten that he's not involved in, or even some of the thirty that he's in with those guys, like they are going to be hurt in those minutes, and they're going to be in a lot of close basketball games that they might lose because of a seven foot four guy hitting a curling three or a coach deciding not to foul. My point is, there's a lot of other reasons they lost the basketball game, and yes, we're right, right. to question Steve Kerr, but they were in that situation for a reason. And it's not just because of Steph. It's because of Clay. It's because of Wiggins on certain nights. It's because Draymond's suspended. It's because GP2's hurt. It's because the Warriors are not playing very good basketball right now. No doubt about it. They're not. And they're certainly not playing well collectively. By the way, everybody says I, I tend to be a little bit negative, and uh, I think they're wrong. But Evan comes in today, and he said, How about that? I said, How about Wiggins? Why don't you tell me what you uh, oh. why don't you tell the Bay Area what well, you told me that I hadn't noticed? No, no, no. Okay, so how many minutes did he play? Well, you were glowing. I don't know how many minutes did he play. Thirty-seven. Or so thirty. Okay, thirty-seven minutes. Fine. Uh, yeah. So Andrew Wiggins had a great, great shooting night. In fact, so I sometimes have to bring you down because, like yourself, I'm a bit of a contrarian sometimes. So if you're too high, I got to bring you down. If you're too low, I want to bring you up. Same for Goo. Thank you. So. You walk in and hey, well, Wiggins, he you know had a big game. What twelve of nineteen made what five threes, six threes, something like that. Something like that. Shot the ball well. Yeah. I just asked you to tell me how many rebounds he had. And that's when I looked at the box score and saw that he had zero. And that to me is kind of the problem with Andrew Wiggins right now. That's one of those things where. You play forty minutes in an NBA it's game. Hard you to not to, grab. You a almost rebound. have to try not to. You almost have to try not to. Uh, did I say the Antarctic? I know the Antarctic from the Arctic. I, polar bears are in the Arctic. I thought I said Arctic. You did. Okay. Somebody's saying I said, they're saying there's no polar bears in Antarctica. I didn't. I. Hey, I feel like I'm pretty close to an expert on the Arctic and the Arctic Circle, Yukon Territory, et cetera, territories. Uh, the Antarctic, I'm not as I'm not as uh, hip on, if you will. So I, I usually don't claim to know a lot about the Antarctic. And and also, a I, barren I, place, I feel, desolate. I feel bad that I had to point that out because he had his best game. Yeah. He was plus six. Oh. Yeah, he was he was just terrific. He's back, by the way. Who? Hey, you know what, Evan uh, Wiggins. I'm not a system player. Hey, by the system. way, and this I mean this uh, I I mean this sincerely. I've given Evan grief about uh, uh, the negative with Andrew Wiggins, but Evan Giddings brought up something about Clay Thompson that is actually very encouraging. 
And I got to admit, I didn't see it, but maybe there is a chance that he can bounce back, and I'll tell you why. Don't forget, it's a Monster Monday, uh, brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to firstfivecalifornia.com. Also, that segment was brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Making no compromises. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. And uh, Mama's Mama's Mama. Thank- Thanksgiving week is here. It's Baby upon Mama. us. And uh, got big plans for the... Uh, for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be in the studio because the 49ers play on Thanksgiving, as you know. So yeah. Lorenzo, Neal, and I will be doing uh, the kickoff show from 2 until kick. Nice. So we will be live on Thanksgiving. Well done. Well done. I got... Your boy may be solo. What? Hey, your boy may be solo. Where's the family? They're going out of San Diego. Oh, well, I can't really blame them. Not because of you. It's not that they don't... San Diego's incredible. It's not that they don't want me to go with them. It's that they just don't feel they need me down there. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just a different way they of They feel like... My family believes I could be more useful in the Bay Area making sure the dog's okay. <laughs> My my family's actually coming up from San Diego, oh, so nice. you know they'll they'll switch a room. Nice, yeah. Although I I personally would rather get down to San Diego, but that's neither here nor there. Me too. So the Niners play the uh, third game on Thanksgiving. Yep, they got the night game. Be so a lot of fun. It, it should be. It be should a be a really fun. good game. And uh, yeah, especially with all right. Even though the Seahawks are a game behind, 49ers back in first place, seven and three in the division, all that jazz. I do think it sets up a. A really interesting matchup for this week because it's obviously a rivalry game. It's a short week. It's on the road, but you're also getting a team that is coming off a really hard loss, and the 49ers pretty much cruised. And so you could make the argument like, did the 49ers have, did they overlook Tampa Bay? Well, it didn't really look like it for three quarters. Uh, you know how much they have left in the in the tank for this week, and I, I still think they walk into that place and win. But it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough game. Well, it's as uh, our very own Bonte Hill likes to say, it's a division game. So those always tend to be a little bit different. And I actually have come around his way of thinking on that when you start to uh, really look at, at division games. But the well, one did you thing- see the Bears and the Lions game this weekend? Like, that's a game the Lions should have... You see the right. Bears, and like, they should kill them. And exactly. Went down to the wire. Yeah. I, when I think of the Niners and the NFC standings, 
they've well, obviously the Philly, the uh, Eagles play the uh, the Chiefs tonight. But if if you can't beat the Seahawks, then you don't take advantage of if and when the for, the Eagles lose tonight to to Kansas City. Like that's why that game's important because if Philly loses tonight to Kansas City, then you beat Seattle, and now you're playing for something. Then now you can even up with the Eagles and have tiebreaker. Well, and let's keep in mind too, uh, the Seahawks quarterback is going to be out two weeks later. Niners are going to have to play with Geno against Geno Smith two weeks later. If they don't play with him this week, you know that that could be. F- in the benefit for the Seahawks, no? You mean getting to surprise the 49ers two weeks? Correct. Three weeks from now. I'd, I'd rather always play against the backup, though, than a starter. Yeah, 100%. That's just, and that's just I think, I think Yeah, I think Pete Carroll said he he believes Geno's going to play Thursday, but, of course, you never you never know. Uh, that's what I was going to... Questionable so, for that game. That's what he is right now, questionable. Yeah, he had a triceps injury against the Rams. So, look, I mean... Either way, it's not an easy environment, and I think just because of previous games between the 49ers and Seattle in Seattle, what? I mean, Brock Purdy won at Lumen Field last year, but it was the first time in, I don't know how many years, but but quite some time that they had won in Seattle, right? Right, right. And that was also the first, that was in many ways Brock Purdy's signature win, uh, well, at least for won. last year, because he was playing with the broken ribs, and it kind of came down to, not the wire, but the 49ers... Ended up running away with it late. Didn't the 49ers beat Seattle in 2019? Last game of the year, which gave them home field. Wasn't that the green loss stop on the goal line? Maybe that wasn't Seattle. Maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. No, I think I think you definitely could be right. Because the, uh, I'll tell you what, that's something the morning guys are unbelievable. Like they'll say, well, I haven't bought in Seattle. And they go, well, in 2007, when this happened, and... 2009, that happened. Oh, you're right. Yeah, at at Seattle in 2019. That was the game where they got home field by a half an inch, and they rode it to the Super Bowl, right? Yep. And they hadn't hadn't won before that since 2011 in Seattle. Right. So it's been... Okay, I mean... Sorry, last year was the first time they had swept them since 2011. And then this... And, of course, they beat them already, and they beat them once in the playoffs, too, so... We got an we'll early line on that? On the game? Yeah. yeah. Give me a minute. All right. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, Stiney along with Evan Giddings. Evan Giddings today, Guru's out. And we're talking about the 49ers. And we got to put... Minus seven. 49ers minus seven. Minus seven. Minus seven. Um, I watched that game yesterday, and to me it's becoming obvious like Brock Purdy, he's a good quarterback. Could he be a great quarterback? I don't know. Maybe. Could he regress? Sure. Every quarterback could. But where I'm at with Brock Purdy is I almost feel like I feel like there's two discussions about a quarterback. One is give me a quarterback who's been entrenched. Just somebody not great, but entrenched. Uh, Jalen. Well, Hurts might not. Jack fit. Prescott. Okay. Well, well, well that's, when no, you no, say entrenched, like he's well, been there for seven years. No, 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 that's fine. Years. No, 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 that's fine. I, I feel like... I feel Lamar like, Jackson? I don't know. All right, Lamar Jackson. He's got an MVP? One playoff win? Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, 
I feel like some quarter Dak Prescott, he's a starter in the NFL, okay? And then you judge him as a starter in the NFL, and and I'll just use Guru because he's a fan. He thinks like Dak Prescott has left him wanting. Yeah. I don't feel like the conversation with Purdy's the same. I feel like the conversation with Purdy is, well, is he even for real? So that once he does become, or, or is like, is he even for real? So we're not even treating him like he's entrenched, if you know what I mean. Like we we're still at the, how good can he be? Can they win with him? We haven't even gotten to the. Oh, well, what if he can't win the big one? What if he turns it over a few times down the road in big games? In other words, I, like I'm done judging Brock Purdy as if we don't know if he's a pro quarterback or if we don't know if he can keep it up. It doesn't matter. This is 2023, and he's a quarterback for the Niners. And for 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 this year, we've got to judge him against all the other quarterbacks that are on good teams trying to win a title. I get it. He's only in his second year, and we got to put that into the equation. But that's all I'm looking at. The honeymoon phase is over with Brock Purdy. That's how I look at it. That's fair. And which is why, and I'm glad you brought up the point about quarterbacks in the league now, because Brock Purdy yesterday had a 158.3 quarterback rating. Okay. And the thing that is associated with that in addition to perfection, whatever you want to if you perfect, it's not fine. But the only other quarterbacks in San Francisco 49ers history to do that are names that Brock Purdy Brock Purdy has been unfairly linked to in my opinion, and that is Joe Montana and Steve Young. Every single time that Brock Purdy has a great game, and I don't know if it's because people are trying to say that he is entrenched or that he's the man and they're trying to you know, throw stuff at the wall against the detractors and it's people saying he's a facade and he's not real and he's going to come back down to earth and he's going to turn back into a pumpkin or whatever. But every single time that Brock Purdy has a great game, there seems to be, and because of his statistics, a linkage to a Hall of Fame quarterback or a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And Brock Purdy hasn't had the chance to prove whether he is or isn't yet. And that to me is completely unfair and I understand it's gonna it's a great headline. You know, Brock Purdy does something that only Montana and Young have done. And that's why he's the guy for the 49ers. But it's also the reason why we see so much swung in the opposite direction against him, and why I feel like it's just unfair to have his name next to those guys because the only NFC title game he played and he got hurt. We haven't seen him start and finish a game and lose in the playoffs. So before I label him a champion or before I label him a loser or a choke artist or a, a you know a captain for the for the future of this team, I need to see it first. And that's why yesterday it, it, he was great and I want to talk about all the amazing things that he did. But at the end of it when I see the headline of Montana Young and Purdy, I just go, "Well, I mean, come on, guys." Like I can't put him in that category yet, and it's unfair to. It, it's absolutely unfair to put him in that category. But here's the reality, I think, too, of the situation. You tell me what you think about this. Forget about whether Purdy's better than this guy or worse than this guy or if he's top five uh, uh, or not. Like just, just forget that. 
let's think of the word entrenched. And that's where, that's, this is now what I believe about Brock Purdy. Entrenched Williams. He is a more entrenched quarter. He's got more of a hold on the 49ers starting quarterback position than 20 other quarterbacks in the NFL. And, I'll, and the reason I believe that is because, A, the only way he's not going to be the 49er quarterback is with regression. But he's going to be the quarterback if it's just a little regression. And I just don't see a huge amount of regression from Brock Purdy if you can continue to put this team around him. So now I look at Purdy's contract situation, and you can't do anything with him for two years after this year. Brock Purdy, if he's healthy... I'd be willing to bet that he will be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers uh, as long as he's healthy for the next two and a half years. Until they got to deal with the money. Then I don't know what's going to happen. But he's more entrenched. Like, the 49ers have almost put themselves in a spot where he has to be their starting quarterback. Not because he's not making any money, but that is one of the reasons, but because he's 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 been the best quarterback we've seen so far. And if Brock Purdy was going to get paid this offseason, he would get paid. Because there's nothing that tells you... What if you, they had to pay him and Ayuk? Well, then unfortunately, you probably... Well, if you had to choose, I think they might be able to finagle a way into bringing both of them back. But if you like, if you had to choose, you, you'd probably choose Brock Purdy because that's just the way football is. But right. that, like that's, that's a hypothetical that's neither here nor there. Brock Purdy right now is the best quarterback that the 49ers have had under Kyle Shanahan. No doubt. And no doubt. This is the best. He has blown the other yeah. three or four, however many you want to put in the conversation, he's blown them out of the water. Now, I know that Jimmy Garoppolo's got a Super Bowl next to his name, or a Super Bowl appearance. Right. He's got two NFC title games. But Brock Purdy is, like, I don't know what he could do to not be the the quarterback for the 49ers for the next two years outside of getting hurt. Exactly. Like, if he has a bad playoff game, what are you going right. to go he's out and get someone else? He's starting game one next year. Like, he's, he's going to. I'm sorry. Right, and that's why, that's how I'm starting to look at Brock Purdy. Not Kenny or Kenny or what's going to Can he keep this up? It's like, it, we don't, do we ask that? Who's been in the league for... Do we ask if Justin... How long Justin Herbert been in the league? This is third year or fourth? Four. Because he just got paid. I'm just thinking about, are there any other quarterbacks we say, can he keep this up after he's done it for, for a year? I guess so. I guess so. Well, and so there is a quarterback out there now that had... I, I think we forget about how good he was his second and third year because of how terrible he was his rookie season. And that is Jared Goff. All right. Jared Goff was really good his second and third season in the NFL when they made it to the Super Bowl. And then what did they have to do? They had to pay Jared Goff. Right. And they paid him an exorbitant amount of money and eventually got to the point where they figured out that they couldn't win with how much he costed and cost them other players around the team. They also had some guys fall off and other things happen in the Rams. But then they went out and they traded for a guy who helped them to get the Super Bowl. Right. Like Jared Goff was, you go look at his, his sophomore and third seasons in the NFL, and he was, I mean, he did not lose very many games. 
But, but he also, was, he was a really good passer. But hasn't he shown in Detroit that he's he's pretty good? Exactly. He was right. a Pro Bowler last year. Right. So like he showed you that he is a average to above average quarterback that in the right system, which I think he is in now too with Detroit, you can make the argument. Right. In the right system, you can get a lot out of that guy. Kyle Shanahan has obviously gotten a lot out of previous quarterbacks because Jimmy Garoppolo was in a Super Bowl game. But Brock Purdy, you can get that and then some out of him. And if you look up and down every single statistic for quarterbacks, his name is there, even if it's not number one. So, yes, do I think that Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league? No. But does that really matter? Because the 49ers are winning football games. They've surrounded him with great talent, and it looks like they're going to be in the same position for the next couple of years so long as Brock Purdy does not cost you $40 million a year. Uh, let's go to Steve. Can we go to Steve in San Francisco? Let's talk about uh, uh, 49ers peaking. Ooh. Hey, Steve, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys, how are you? Thanks for taking my call, man. Sure. How you guys doing? Doing well. Uh, yeah, I just want to say I'm just really glad. I'm really happy the way the season's unfolding, you know, how we went through our little slump there for a minute. And, I mean, you don't want to be really, really good now, it seems. It seems like later if you want to, you know, you want to be playing your best football no at the end of the year, you know, I think. Yeah, for sure. And the, the other thing I wanted to say was um, I just think that me as a Niner fan, I've been a Niner fan since John Brode now. So we're talking about, like, I'm, I just feel we're so fortunate right now to have Brock Purdy. And it was totally by accident. I mean, if you really look at it, kind of, you know. And, you know, Garoppolo getting hurt and all that. But, uh, you know, because you look at other teams, man, and, man, everyone's hurt. All these guys are knocked out for the season. Right. You know, and uh, I just think we're really fortunate to be in this position we're going to be in. We're going. To, we're going to go to the party, you know. We're oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, that's all I wanted to say, man. Thanks, guys. No, thank you, Steve. Appreciate you listening. I got to believe this team's going to be at the party for the next two or three years. And Brock Purdy's going to get a keep plus this one thing together. Yeah. Wait, what? He's going to get a plus one. You know, because if you're a valued member of a party, you get a plus one. You get an invitation. Yeah, no. I. But then you can't. You won't be able to meet anybody at the party. See what I'm saying? Debatable. You can bring yeah. a friend. Who brings a friend? Well, if you want to go with someone... Let me tell you something. (laughs) Your plus one needs to be a lock. Otherwise, they're not a plus one. Yeah, coming from someone that's currently planning a wedding right now, if you are a stranger coming to my wedding, you don't... you're not get you don't get a plus one to bring a stranger or a friend. I, that's going to cost me money. Yeah, but well, what, if what, I'm what stranger are you inviting in the first place? Me. Uh, so, John, no, I'm, I'm saying the 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 friend that I'm giving a plus one to. If they're bring, if it has to be a significant you. other gotcha. or someone that you know we both mutually know. If it's just like, oh, I'm bringing my buddy Evan. Sure. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paying for Evan's plate. But what if Evan's bringing Action. his friend? Yeah, an action, you know. But but someone that I don't know that well. Somebody that'll uplift the entire party. Yeah, I'm bringing a, you know. But that's actually, the roll of the dice. It's you a plus either, one. A plus one, but it's like or a they plus might five. be a minus one. He or she's so great. Yeah, See what I'm saying? Sort of bringing a minus one. <laughs> I heard that before. I like that. It means you're just not showing up. Yeah. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, Niners, seven and three. Brock Purdy. Look. Keep asking questions, but it doesn't matter anymore. It's just a matter of how far the 49ers can go with Brock Purdy at quarterback. So that's all that matters. Do, do the last two games, whether it's Brock Purdy's performance or the Niners in general, especially after yesterday, do they make you forget 
about the three-game losing streak? Because for me, it doesn't. But I found myself during the game yesterday watching and, you know, the Fortnite just kind of ho-hum, took care of business, got a 20-point lead, and then cruised, I think, through the fourth quarter. It did make me feel, because it wasn't that long ago. It was, what, three, four weeks ago? They they were coming off three-game losing streak, right. and there were hellstones being thrown, and there was the wrath of the fans coming down Kyle's Road, and was Brock this, was he that? And now everyone seems to be back where they were when they were 5-0. and Okay. Here's my here's my feeling. I can't stand the way we talk about quarterbacks. I hate it. I can't stand the way somebody'll throw an untimely interception uh, interception and now all of a sudden uh they can't come through in the clutch. I don't like that a quarterback can have a bad game or two and then all of a sudden we're questioning whether he's a, a competent pro or not. I feel like every single quarterback in the NFL and every single quarterback in NFL history has made bad throws in their lifetime, made bad decisions in their lifetime. And I feel like now, after watching Brock Purdy play for as long as we've played, I think you know, I think the concern over these three games was completely overblown and partially almost manufactured. I really do. He was he lost they lost 3 games, but he was not I don't think he was terrible. I remember I think he was 11 for 13 in the first half against Minnesota. It doesn't mean he didn't throw an untimely turnover, but it means that for a half he's pretty good. So the, the the way I always look at it, if a quarterback throws an interception that costs him a game or that prevents okay, throws the interception against Minnesota so they have no chance. All right, so now you're done. Well, he still had three pretty good game, three pretty pretty good quarters. So when I look at Brock Purdy, I, there's nothing more for him to prove. I just want to see how he plays moving forward. Games get harder, and w- will he be able to to lead this team? And I I don't see why he wouldn't be able to, unless they get into games like they got into during their three game losing streak. Where he's under a little more pressure, you know, he's under pressure like he was in those games, and then he kind of doesn't come through. But I don't, I have a problem saying he didn't come through in that three game losing streak. I, you know what I mean? Like they were actually good enough to win one a game, one of those games, maybe even two. They didn't. But Brock Purdy may have two bad games between now and the end of the year, and the Niners may lose. But we look at the numbers, and he still throws twenty eight. Touchdowns and seven or eight picks. You know, it's like you got to look at the whole year. He's been terrific. True, but if Brock Purdy and he—I don't think he will—feel very confident saying he won't turn the ball over two or three times on Thursday in Seattle. But if he does, okay, how can you not take that into account? Well. How I wouldn't take it into account is like, I need to see a list like I, I, of all I the quarterbacks. I don't and think it's as good as he was yesterday and, and <laughs> as whole like his entire career. I don't think he was as bad as he was during the three games, but that doesn't take away from the fact that and look and we have to honestly we, we we have to do this in football because no matter what, unless you get to play ten years as a NFL starter, your sample your sample size is pretty small. Like if you're a, if you're a starter for two or three years in the NFL, people have to make judgments about who you are and what you can do because 
you don't get that much time. You get 17 regular season games, and if you're lucky enough or you're good enough, you get extra postseason games. And then it gets even smaller because Guru will sit up here and he, and he judges Dak Prescott, and I think fairly because he knows that team inside and out. He knows his quarterback. But Dak Prescott's played in six, seven postseason games. Like, that's not a lot of games. Right. Dak Prescott, his first postseason game this year, could go and throw four touchdowns. Does that mean I don't think that he's still the same guy that looked like he didn't know what he was doing in the first half against the 49ers last year? No. Like, that is on his ledger. So as much as I hear you about how, you know, I'm not going to judge a guy off of one game, over the course of two or three, when Brock Purdy was turning the ball over in the fourth quarter, I understand why people were concerned about that. I... I kind of don't, believe it or not. And the the reason I don't is because we have a year now. And you pointed this out, and I'll, I'll give you credit for it. Just because you put together, let's say, a good rookie year or your good first season doesn't mean you're going to be good forever. I, I understand that. But, the, the like, Brock, what are his numbers this year? 18 touchdowns, 5 interceptions in yep. 10 games? Yep. Like, Okay, that's who he is. Leading the league in completion percentage. Like that's okay. That's who he is this year. Let's say he goes up to Seattle and throws two interceptions and one touchdown. They lose. Okay, now they're seven and four, and and he's nineteen and seven with touchdown to interception. Correct. Like that's that's a that's a good ratio. Right. And so then we move on, and maybe throws two touchdowns the next game. Now he's up to twenty one and seven. I I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand. I get he's only quarterback a year, but I feel like he's shown enough where you can say like you can say about some of the greats. Yeah, he had a bad game. This this guy had a bad. Give me a good quarterback who had a bad game. But Josh Allen last game, bad game, right? Mm-hmm. Although he's a little different now because we're starting to question him. Seven straight games, a, yeah. a little bit. Um, okay, so like Lamar but, Jackson had, but it's okay. Like you know what? Okay, Brock Purdy had. Two bad games and a mediocre game during that losing streak. Oh, all right, fair. And he might have two more bad games, and they're going to go thirteen and four. And then we'll see if he has a bad game in the Super Bowl. And maybe he does, and they still can overcome it. All right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. If you want to jump into the conversation, and uh, don't forget, it's a great time to download the Odyssey app. And uh, you can do that, and you can listen for all four hours to Steiny and Goo, plus outstanding segments like the Morning Roast with Brian Baldinger or Steve Kerr with Willard and Dibbs. Don't forget, download that Odyssey app. Also, that segment was brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.